0: Rolling Dice and Taking Names is sponsored by The Broken Token, creator of high-quality gaming accessories and storage solutions. Visit them online at thebrokentoken.com.
1: Live from the plush RDTN studios in beautiful downtown Waxhaw, North Carolina, it's the 2017 Squirrely Awards. So put down your moon pies and let's give a warm welcome to your hosts, Tony McCree and Marty Connell.
0: Welcome to the 2017 Rolling Dice and Taking Names Squirrelies. I'm Tony. And this is Marty. That's right. We are back again to present our podcast awards. We figured that since it worked so well last year, well, why not give it another shot? So Marty, for those that missed last year's show, what are the Squirrelies? The Squirrelies are the type of award show that you would expect from RDTN.
2: We are going to have a lot of fun tonight giving recognition to the different games of 2016 that meant something to us. In typical RDTN fashion, some of these awards
0: are going to be a little bizarre, but we also have some of the standard awards also. We have invited back some of our dear old friends and new ones to come on up here to share in the Squirrelie experience. It will be hard to beat last year's cast of characters or those from episode 100, but we have given it our best effort again this year and pulling together a rather gamey bunch of individuals. Get it? Gamey? Not like gamey as in the smell, but gamey as in playing board games. Get it?
2: Okay. Maybe you should leave the jokes to the presenters. Okay, maybe I should. But we do have a great cast of presenters tonight. We have all, most of our friends presented last year, plus we have some
0: new ones, including Rich Summer from the Cardboard cast. And we were able to get Ambie, Cassidy, and Crystal for Board Game Blitz to stop by as well. Amazing what free food will do to get people to come on. But with the return of Steven Bonacora, he's out there. I can hear him already. There is no way we can afford an open bar. Yeah,
2: we can provide the free moon pies, but that's up to it. The booze is up to all y'all. So, Tony,
0: they've had enough of us. Let's go ahead and get straight to tonight's awards. Couldn't agree with you more, Marty. It is time to bring out the talent, not us. So, here we go. Our first presenter has really pushed out the content in 2016 and has expanded his video series. Marty, one of my favorite things he has gone and done is he offers his reviews in two types of videos. First, a video that has the play and his thoughts. And then he cuts all that play stuff out and just says, here's my thoughts. Man, brevity. I love it. You know it speaks to me. And he's already got a Kickstarter going for 2017. Who's this guy with all the enthusiasm? That's Dan King from the Game Boy Geek.
3: Hello, my friends, it's the Game Boy Geek here. I'm here to present the That's Unique Award. That's right, games that are unique. You know, like Tom Vassell's hat selection, or the way that Rodney Smith says the word about, or the vest that Suzanne Sheldon is known for. (laughs) The nominees include Ice Cool by Brain Games, Vast, The Crystal Caverns by Letter Games, and Mystic Veil by AEG. And the squirrely goes to... Mystic Veil by AEG.
0: Congrats. Yeah, Mystic Veil. When we first played that, you know, we were like, oh, this is so cool. Having to cover up stuff and putting cards in sleeves as we played. And then the gameplay's almost there, but we can't wait to see what they're going to do next. Yeah, I think the most exciting thing for us is we
2: were teased of this brand new system. And later on this year, AEG is supposed to pull out the full game, Edge of Darkness. And this is where the mechanism of the see-through transparent cards... that's awesome, Tony. See-through transparent cards. Can you see through them? And they're transparent. This mechanism was first introduced in Edge of Darkness, and they decided to just uh, do a separate game, Mystic Veil, to introduce that system. But now we're going to have a full Euro with that system, along with a lot of other meat to it. So I can't wait to see what they do with it. I do
0: want to step back and give a little kudos over there to Ice Cool. I mean, flicking little penguins through things. Now, you know, dexterity is not in our wheelhouse, Marty, but man, that that was unique. I'll give him that.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. And it was a big hit at Gen Con last year, and so was Vast from new, uh, new designer Chris Leader totally full asymmetric game. We can't wait to see what else comes out of their studios. But Tony, it's time to move on to our next award. And this next award, I would say is is probably the most important, Tony, because these other awards are just decided by you and I. But the next award, the All Y'all Award, is decided by you all listening here, our listeners. We posted a survey where people could pick their top three games of the year. And from that, Tony, we did a lot of serious calculations in order to come up with what is all y'all's favorite game of 2016 and presenting these awards are two longtime supporters of the show first is mike risley who is a fellow podcaster with what did you play this week and a new podcast called the five by plus chris mosley who can be heard on the geek all stars and keeps dan patrice in line which is a full-time job in itself so welcome to the stage mike and chris
4: Hello everyone, I'm Chris Mosley.
5: And I'm Mike Grizzly. And we're honored to present the All Y'all Award. The All Y'all Award is presented to the Game of the Year as voted on by members of the BGG Guild.
3: Wait, 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 wait.
5: Seriously? Another Tony Pole? Come on, Mike. Give him a break. He's ancient.
3: <sighs>
5: Remy, Jonesy, Wallaby, please come back. We're dying here without y'all. Come on. It's not that bad. They still occasionally talk about games. <clears throat> Anyway, this year's nominees for the All Y'all Award are Mechs vs. Minions from Riot Games, Terraforming Mars by Fricks Games and Stronghold Games,
4: Scythe from Stonemire Games,
5: and Star Wars Rebellion from Fantasy Flight Games. And the winner is.
2: Terraforming Mars!
1: Accepting the All Y'all Award is Stephen Bonacore from Stronghold Games.
4: Hey, Marty and the other guy. Uh, Tony, yeah, yeah, how you guys doing? The All Y'all Awards. All Y'all? Really? Awards, which is voted on by the real important people, the listeners, and that was Terraforming Mars. Uh, so I'd like to thank you, of course, for holding them, and thank all the listeners for voting for Terraforming Mars for their game of the year. Uh, and Terraforming Mars has been an amazing run for us and certainly is going to catapult, you know, stronghold games going forward. Four expansions going to be coming out over the next, uh, year or so. And, uh, Terraforming Mars will be back in stores probably by the time you hear all this, uh, mid-end of February. So thank you again, listeners, for your votes for this award. And, uh, Marty and Tony, all y'all? Really? Yes,
2: Stephen, the all y'all award. If it was coming from your neck of the woods, it would be the all use guys,
0: Marty. That's a good try explaining it to him. I don't know if he heard you because is is that him bolting towards the bar? Yes. All
2: right, everybody, look out! Everybody, get out of his way. He's heading towards the bar. Stephen, why don't you hang around? You you might want to be coming back up on stage later. Well, never mind. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, Ignacy. see Ignacy, go go see if you can get him. Because, you know, there's other good games he did this year. Trust us. He did. All right. He's gone. But that's all right. Ignasi will come get him and bring him back to his seat. So anyway, next up is a lady who brings class to Rolling Dice and Taking Names whenever she is on, and we hope she will be returning a bunch more in 2017. I mean, it is hard to guest host on this show or that show, do videos for the Dice Tower Network, play games as well, or on the iPad. She's got all those iOS things she's got to try out, whatever. But more importantly, she's got to get out at least 10,000 tweets a day. You all know who I'm talking about. That's right. At 425 Suzanne, Suzanne Sheldon is here to present for us the Blindside Award.
6: Thanks, Tony and Marty. It's always such an honor to be part of the Squirrelies. After all, it's the most anticipated award in board gaming every year. In the words of famed philosopher, lifestyle coach, and freedom savant, Ferris Bueller, Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. In the world of board games, games are often anticipated months ahead of release, and buzz is king. But once in a while, a game comes out of nowhere that surprises and delights you, and that's what the Blindside Award celebrates. The nominees for the Blindside Squirrelly are The Networks by Gil Hova, published by Formal Ferret Games. Inish by Christian Martinez and published by Madigo. And Clank, designed by Paul Denon and published by Renegade Games. And the winner of the Blind Side Award is... Inish. Congratulations, Christian and Mattigo.
2: Big congrats to Inish. Yeah, Tony, that game, among with the other two games, were those games that we sat down and played... And we didn't know a lot about it, and it was like, wow, we were just blown away. But Ennis just really stood out for me, because as people who listen to this show know, I'm not a big area control fan, because I'm not into going and attacking and who can take over the most areas. And that's what I liked about this game. Even though that's a component, there's multiple ways to win, and it's not necessarily about beating up other people. So that was a big plus for me.
0: Yeah, and the thing that I really enjoyed about that game was the fact that you had that card drafting mechanic in it. I love my card drafting mechanics, but I liked it, how you didn't just have to pass, you know. Know, what you had in your hand, you could keep to and pass. Oh, you, you guys go listen to us talk about it. it. It is such a good game. Now, I am hoping that Gil Hova will come out with an expansion to the networks. Man, I, that game, it was a tight running for the Blindside Award for me. But you're right, Inish pulled it away. So congrats to all the nominees.
2: Yeah, and speaking of expansions, I heard a slight rumor today there might be an expansion for Inish. So, there could be expansions for these games that blindsided us last year, but they won't blindside us this year. Next up are two representatives from one of our favorite gaming podcasts. However... They tend to be a little loud and have earned the moniker as the loudest board gaming podcast in the United States. So that's why each and every one of you have been given earplugs to wear during this presentation. So please put those in now and welcome to the stage from Blue Peg, Pink Peg, Patrick and Rob to present the Better Late Than Never Award. Success. And I'm
1: Patrick,
3: a uh, blue peg, pink peg, and we're honored to announce the nominees of the Better Late Than Never Award. Yeah, better late than never, huh? I mean, we don't know anything about that, do we, Rob? <laughs> oh, Rob, you old jokester. Okay, Rob. Okay, that's, uh, more than they need to know. Rob, stop! Are you guys sure I, w- I mean, you want me to keep doing this? I mean, he's not even, you want me to, huh? I'm Okay, um, uh, and the nominees are First Martians, Masmora, Arcadia Quest, Inferno, and the Squirrelly goes to. I'm
7: here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry I'm late. (laughs) No, 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 it's just not gonna be fine. Uh, good evening, everybody. I'm Rob. Uh, Except for when you're trying to take your turn or how long it took you to figure out the ending to The Sixth Sense. Or your kid learning how to read. Or, or the first time you started growing hair. God, and what?
8: It's just, it's, you're, you're late. It's no, no, I'll, I'll, look, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do the ending.
7: Uh, and the squirrely goes to First Martian. Congratulations. That's great. Patrick, why are you not looking
9: at
6: don't, me? Don't, don't even talk to me, please.
7: No, no, come on. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. They've got editing. They can pieces back together. hmm I, I had a good reason. I, I,
8: okay, look, I I, I, I got to go. I got to go pick up my kid. Rob, it's 745 at night. On, on a Sunday.
1: Duh! I, I got to go. Accepting the Better Late Than Never Award is Ignacio Cedicek from Portal Games.
0: Um, Tony. Did Ignacy ever come back? I have not seen him return to his seat. I still see some seat fillers out there, and I also see Steven's still missing. So maybe, maybe he's getting a cup of tea. I don't know. You would think people would come up and get ready to accept their awards. Now, I admit this one is kind of our tongue-in-cheek award for people being late with games
2: <laughs> but at least it's still an award you get to come on stage and say some stuff
0: yeah i mean my heavens i mean we didn't keep going on about other games that he may have been late for or anything like that but i mean oh i cannot wait for first martian oh i know the pre-orders have been
2: going like crazy he's been talking a lot about it cannot wait to try this game and assure a lot of you out there on the same boat as us even though it's late it's going to be a big hit for 2017
0: well, uh, well, fine. Let's let's not wait for him anymore. Let's get on to our next award. Our next presenter is known for his popular video reviews that will put J.J. Abrams to shame with that lens flare effect. He's got other effects that he likes to use. Where else do you sometimes feel like you are watching an old black and white film, and then suddenly Ted Turner got a hold of it and it's colorized? You know what I'm talking about? You know, Joel Eddie of Drive Through Review is making sure that you are fully entertained while you figure out whether or not he likes it or not. Man. <laughs> oh, wait, Joel, Joel? Marty, is he handing out sheet music? Uh, it looks like he is changing his music for his award,
2: so... Uh, yeah, all right, uh, everybody, uh, give it up for Joel Eddie from Drop Through Review.
9: The nominees for the best use of pre are Mechs vs. Minions, Cry Havoc, and Star Wars Rebellion. The winner is. Mechs vs.
0: Minions. Congratulations to Riot Games. Yeah, Marty, I remember when we got that box of Mechs vs. Minions and we've. Just the weight of it. Oh my god. Gosh, that was incredible. And you open it up and you have that, ah, effect from looking in that thing. Oh, it was a beautiful use of plastic from the trays to the models. I I mean, it was just, the dice. It was all gorgeous plastic.
2: Uh, Yes, it was so well done. Well-designed, great little miniatures. You had full painted figures and for an incredible price. Just a really great job. One of the best looking miniature board games we've seen in
0: quite a while. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more because that's why we picked it to win. So anyway, who's next, Marty?
2: You know, Tony, there's not many people out there that can say that their brand logo was a basis of a tattoo. But that's exactly what happened with our next presenter. As last year at Origins, Chaz Marler met a fan of the show who took his logo from Pair of Dice Paradise and made their own little tattoo out of it. Now, here here's the thing, Tony. If they were that much of a devoted fan, do you think there are other fans of Chaz out there who are willing to take his puns and tattoo them across their body?
0: Quick answer, no. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, and then and just think, as you get older, the skin sags, and then you couldn't read it. It would not be a pretty thing, but that was so neat. Maybe it would make them more funny. Oh, they could. I think that would be about the only thing.
2: Tony, our next award is the We Must Have Missed Something Award. Welcome to the stage, Chaz Marler.
5: Modern board games can be sophisticated systems. A variety of rules and components, themes and mechanisms, all of which must mesh seamlessly and coherently. Yes, board games can be very complex. And in addition to this, as Marty and Tony have demonstrated numerous times, producing a board game podcast can appear to be just as complex. This dedicated duo not only has to learn and play several different board games throughout the entire year, they have to do so while maintaining mountains of minutiae in memory. I mean... For example, they have to remember the difference between anecdotes and antidotes, or coming up with a distinct reason to dislike every single social deduction game that comes along, or just determining how much someone can complain about their performance during Cry Havoc without slowing down the game. It's a science, really. Unfortunately, All this responsibility can become a liability during those times when our hosts sit down to play a hot new game at the peak of its popularity, get all the rules right, play in the spirit of the game, but still walk away afterwards unengaged, more confused than usual, and wondering what all the fuss about this game was about. In other words assuming that their lack of enjoyment means that they must have missed something. And thus we have the We Must Have Missed Something Award, which is presented to a popular game that's being enjoyed by the masses, but still leave Marty and Tony as befuddled and perplexed as, well, a typical Tuesday. The nominees for the We Must Have Missed Something Award are... A Feast for Odin, in which players hunt, gather, and refine materials, buildings, and settlements, which everyone was raving about at BGGCon. Well, well, everyone else was raving about, I guess. Millennium Blades, which wowed nearly everyone with its innovative simulation of collecting, trading, and playing a customizable card game. And Scythe, which, wait, Scythe? Scythe? What? You guys didn't like Scythe? What in the world, dude? Scythe is universally praised, not only for its artistic and production values, but, but also for seamlessly you know, melting Euro and Ameritrash elements together into a, a finely seasoned stew of worker placement. You know what? No forget, you guys. I'm taking Scythe off of the list, okay? I'll just, I'll replace it with um, oh, here here we go. Star Wars Destiny. There we are. Okay, perfect. We have our nominees. And now, the winner of the We Must Have Missed Something award is... A feast. Or
2: Odin, Tony. I'll admit it. I'm just gonna say that maybe I'm just not that smart or something. Feast of Odin was just one of those games I thought it was okay, but yet everybody else was just totally raving about it. But it it, it just didn't do something for me.
0: And I can understand that because we had I had high hopes. I mean, I was like, oh, is this gonna be a more than two player Fields of Arl? Right, right, right. That's what I was hoping for. Right, right. Yeah, I, I yeah. Right there. But when I saw Tetris. I was like, uh, really? So maybe there was just something there that didn't let me embrace the goodness. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, 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 easy on the booze out there. We don't have to like it all. Maybe
2: it was just that way with the other games, Tony. I don't know. Maybe we're just getting too old and we can't uh, appreciate these games anymore.
0: But speaking of old, you know, we need to make sure we stretch our legs, let the blood flow through them. And take a potty break. And meet our obligations to help pay for all this stuff. And we're going to do a little short commercial break. So please stick around for when we return for the second half of the 2017 RDTN the 2017 Squirrelies are being brought to you by The Broken Token, where you can get all your gaming inserts, accessories for that incredible collection. They make all your games easier to set up, easier to put away, and give you that all factor when opening box. That's TheBrokenToken.com.
2: The awards are also sponsored by Portal Games, maker of the hot game that's coming out pretty soon, First Martians, plus some other incredible games such as an expansion to 51st State and some hot new games like Alien Artifacts coming out at Gen
0: Con. So go check them out at portalgames.pl. And if you would like to purchase up any of these great games that you are hearing here tonight at the 2017 Squirrelies, be sure to check out funagain.com. Browse some of the ones that we're mentioning, put them in your shopping cart, and be sure to use that affiliate code RDTM when you check out. That's funagain.com.
2: Like every award show, there is a lot of behind the scenes accounting to make sure all these votes are tallied correctly. Now, last year we had used Goldsmith, Ramirez, and Dutchie, but unfortunately we had to fire them due to their negligence on handling of the votes. So we would like to welcome our new accounting partners, Tantrum House, as they're gonna come out now and explain how the accounting works for this year's Squirrely Awards.
3: Hey gang, I'm Will. And I'm Ryan, and we are Tantrum House. On today's episode, we're going to be taking a look at a brand new game coming to Kickstarter. It's going to Um, be... Um, we're not doing a terrible two-minute review today, Will. What? We... No, we're supposed to be handling the voter tabulation for the rolling dice and taking names, Squirrelies, remember? Oh, yeah, Okay, because those guys last year like totally botched it and lost the votes and everything. Yeah, so they entrusted them to us this year based on our glowing reputation oh. and general appreciation for Moon Pies. Okay, so here's the problem. I've been working on our Season 4 Kickstarter all weekend, and I totally didn't know this was today. Look... I know that our Tantrum House Kickstarter is live right now and that we're trying to get as many board game hobbyists as we can to check out our campaign and support us, but the squirrelies are kind of a big thing. Okay, so check this out. I think we'll be fine because I backed up all the emails that Marty and Tony sent us on that server in my basement. Are you sure that was a good idea? They specifically told us not to use private servers for this highly classified information. Oh no, don't worry. I didn't put any of the classified stuff on there, just the regular stuff. Whoa. What? What was that? Ah, uh, shoot. I don't know. It looks like maybe some hacker, Vladpoo52, might have hacked our system. Oh no, we are in huge trouble. Bigly even. Vladpoo, do you think that's like his BGG username? Maybe we could look him up. And do what? Send him a Christmas card? Calm down. Look, we know what all the popular games are, right? We could just go with whatever the popular vote is. What if that's different than the games that everyone elected? You think the popular vote would be different than the electoral vote? Nah. Hey guys, what's up? Hey Kevin. Oh, man. So, if you have to pick your favorite games from last year, real quick, yeah. what would they be? Oh, uh, just pull up our tantrum house YouTube videos. It's got it all there. Wilson and I put them together. Works. That's right? a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> <Good to laughs> go. Okay, Marty. Note twenty
0: eighteen. Get a new accounting house. It's not working well for us, dude. <laughs> it's not that hard of a job, is it, Tony? No, especially since it's kind of like we make them up, and we just send them the list. <laughs> it's not like there's really true accounting. Shh, shh. Oh, I'm sorry. Shh,
2: shh. You're pulling back the curtain too much to reveal the wizard. Okay, anyway.
0: All right. Standing in the wings. Wait, Is that is that Hot Pocket... Am I smelling Hot oh, Pocket again? You are. And if it's Hot Pocket, it
2: can only be one person. That's our buddy, Matt Evans from Board Game Replay, who we found out last year at Origins that while intoxicated can heat and eat a Hot Pocket while in bed.
0: I would never have thought that that would be the go-to food at two in the morning, but I guess it is. But you know, that's all right. Hey, to each his own. Now, another thing, Matt Evans, the man is not A stranger to Star Wars Destiny.
2: And in fact, he's responsible somewhat for this mess that we're in right now. So, Matt, we owe you a lot for that. However, we'll talk about that after the show. As right now, you're going to come on and present the award for Not Your Father's Deck Builder.
5: Hello, everyone. I'm here tonight to present the award for Not Your Father's Deck Builder. This category is for games that took the very popular deck-building genre and put a nice new spin on it. We've certainly seen a lot of deck-building games in recent years, and to some, the genre may feel a little tired. So it's great to see more games coming out like this and shaking things up. Now without further ado, the nominees for Not Your Father's Deck Builder are... From Gale Force 9, Tyrants of the Underdark. From Stoneblade Entertainment, Ascension X, War of Shadows. And from Renegade Game Studios, Clank. And the winner of the Squirrely for Not Your Father's Deck Builder is... Star Wars Destiny... (laughs) Uh, I'm just kidding. That game can't win them all, right? Tyrants of the Underdark from Gale Force 9. Congratulations to designers Peter Lee, Rodney Thompson,
4: and Andrew V. Tony,
2: this was almost... One of those blindside awards for me too, because again, there's some other people that have tried to mix in a deck building mechanic with a board game, but Tyrants was one of those first games that really integrated it well. And it's really at its core an area
0: control game. Yes, it is, and I really enjoyed that about it. I like my deck building there, and then I'm having to get claim some territory. I'm liking that, and the artwork. Love how they chose the artwork for this game. Really, really a fun. Deck builder for me. Now, I will say this Ascension X. I know people don't, not everybody likes Ascension X, but it was interesting on how the cards are moving on the board. That's kind of what got it in that career. I like how they were doing that position of the card on the board. But, Marty, we can both agree. Clank. Mm, That was actually a tight. Uh, Race between Tyrants and Clank because
2: Clank is another one of those games that uses a deck building mechanic, but it's all about like a dungeon delving board game. And they just capture that theme so well and have a brand new expansion coming out that we're excited about too.
0: Coming up next is the man that everybody loves. And we mean everybody. You know him from the popular podcast, The Secret Cabal Gaming Podcast. Did I do that well? That was
2: actually pretty darn good. Maybe you can like get a job doing it for his show from now on. I doubt it. Well, yeah, no. Well, I was going to say that was pretty good. Like the Rich Little of uh, imitations over here. Thank you. And meanwhile, 75% of the audience just went, who is Rich Little?
0: Well, that's true. But anyway, moving right along, Jamie is waiting patiently. He's going to tell us all about the best high player count board game from 20 16. That's right. That high player count that's greater than or equal to six. And it's a good <laughs> thing. I got a definition for that.
10: Hey, now, everybody, I'm back again for another Squirrelly Awards. Thanks so much, Tony and Marty, for having me back. Man, I am just looking out over this crowd and I am astounded by how great everybody looks. Come on, yeah, give yourself a round of applause, everybody. Oh, look at Ignacio over there, wearing a tuxedo. He's dressed in the nines. Suze, you're looking good in your gown over there. Wow, man, crowds. So many different people. We as gamers, we always have crowds, right? We're going to all these game conventions. You got crowds everywhere. You're always looking to have that big game party at your house. You got 15, 20 people playing all sorts of games. But let me tell you, there's always Murphy's Law. You try to put together this big game day with 10, 15 people, and guess who shows up? Seven people. Seven people. These seven people are walking around looking at the game shelves. They're trying to decide what they want to play. They're trying to decide how to split the group in two, but no one ever wants to do that. And there's only like 1% of your collection that'll actually work up to seven or eight people. But there is hope. There's hope. Because my category that I'm presenting today is the best high player count game from 2016. So come on, let's get right down to business with the nominees. All right, here we go. The first nominee is Crazy Carts, designed by Charles Amir Pere, published by Portal Games. And the second nominee is Monstrous, designed by Kim Brebach and published by Simon Limited. And lastly, we have Captain Sonar, designed by Roberto Fraga and Johan Lemonier, and published by Managot. All right, so let's see who the winner is here. Let's see. All right, gotta get this. Over. Oh, I'm so excited to find out who it is. And the winner of the best high player count squirrelly is Captain
0: Sonar from Managot. Wow. Captain Sonar, eight players. It always looks fun. You have a big time when you're playing that, going across that big screen, saying stop and doing all that. That, that is a great game for that
2: boy you explained that game really well, that's what well. it was,
0: it was you just looking across the screen <laughs> people are yelling stop it
2: really was a good high player count game where each of you are in subs trying to find the other sub and there's four different roles and two teams so they really did a good job of of getting in eight players into the game all doing very unique things so congrats to captain sonar
0: The next presenters that are coming out on the stage are good buddies of ours. They do our movie preview show with us every year. These gentlemen, while they know board games, they don't know squat about movies. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my sausage party. Really, he picked sausage party in the annual movie draft we do, Marty. And and then the other one, like it's like a transformer lover. Oh, but he's going to get his fix for 2017. Yes, he is. Yes, he will. But as he always says,
2: it doesn't matter what it's rated. It brings in the money, and that it does.
0: Well, we're going to have a tremendous movie show in 2017 for y'all. With some great movies are lining up, but we didn't bring him here to talk about movies. They're here to talk about. Board games, and they're going to bring out the best from just the two of us. That's Dan Patrice from the Geek All Stars and Chris Kirkman from Dice Hate Me. Gentlemen, come on out. Hey, this is Dan. And this is Chris. And we are the Geek All Stars.
3: And you may know us as those other guys who are on the Summer Movie Preview Show. Autobots, roll out. But don't worry, when the time comes for this year, we'll be back again.
5: We're putting the band back together. But for now, we have more important task at hand.
3: Uh, yeah, we're on a mission from GAD. And it's to present the Just the Two of Us Award. And the nominees are Blood of an Englishman, Tides of Madness, Thunder and Lightning. Man, Thunder and Lightning, that, that sounds like something out of a movie. Shake it back!
5: <laughs> and the winner is... Blood of an Englishman.
11: Congrats to Dan Kassar and Renegade Game Studios.
1: Accepting the Just the Two of Us Award is the designer of Blood of an Englishman, Dan Kassar.
11: Thank you. Thank you, Marty and Tony, so much for this award. It truly is an honor to win the Just the Two of Us Award for the best two-player game of 2016 for the Blood of an Englishman. It has been a long road getting this one uh, done. And there were a lot of people who were involved and helped along the way. I would like to thank Renegade Games, my publisher, for putting together such an amazing product. And Chris Ostrowski for his talents in providing the incredible art. I'd like to thank Chris and Suzanne Zinsley for putting together the Cardboard Edison Awards and getting exposure and uh, more eyes on this game. I would like to thank Kelly McCrossin for her help in making my video... And for Maggie and Miles and O'Rourke for performing in that video, thank you so much, everyone, for your help. Patrick O'Rourke for editing my rules—it was clutch, exactly when I needed it. Um, and I'd like to thank all of the local game designers and playtesters who showed up at local unpub events to help me test out all the variations that I tried with this game. Uh, I'd especially like to thank uh, Jay Treat, Gil Hova, Nat Levan. Josh Cohn, Michael Keller, for just helping me out uh, getting this game as good as it could be. I have special, especially like to thank Dwayne Kohler for encouraging me and helping me get the game uh, into its final form. Uh, He was really instrumental in 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 that process. Um, I'd especially like to also thank my my wife Erin, without whose help I could do none of this. And of course, my son, Benjamin, for loving the story as much as I did and uh, for just providing the inspiration. So thank you once again for this award. Thank you very much.
2: Tony, we love our asymmetric games. We love our card games. So that one was just perfect for us.
0: Yes, that was. uh, And it's so simple. It's such a fun little quick two-player game. And I like how, you know, like you said, asymmetric. I mean, Jack's trying to do one thing. The Giant's trying to do one thing. Different rules. And then you swap. And it actually comes down to, imagine this, scoring the most points over playing a couple times. That's pretty neat. That's
2: it. (laughs) Yeah, it is. But a really good game. So uh, congrats to Dan. Now, next coming out on the stage to present our next award is brand new presenters this year this is a podcast hopefully you've heard of and if not you need to go check it out this is board game blitz these are three ladies that really know their board games so come on out to the stage Amby, cassidy and crystal to present our resurrection award
6: hi this is Amby, cassidy and crystal from board game blitz and we wanted to thank Marty and the other guy, aka Tony, for inviting us to such a prestigious event. We are truly humbled to be amongst all these spectacular presenters.
1: So the category that we are presenting for is the Resurrection Award.
6: I'm super excited to talk about games like Zombicide and Dead of Winter. I told no, you no, no, Dead of Winter. Crystal, Crystal, we're, we're not talking about zombie games. We're talking about games that have disappeared for a while and have come back to us in new formats. Oh, not
1: zombie games?
6: Alright, alright, I suppose that's okay. So, uh, Ambi, what are the nominees in this category? The nominees are 51st State, which came out with 51st State Master Set, Mansions of Madness, which came out with Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition, and Stronghold, which came out with Stronghold 2nd Edition. This is definitely not the uh, most innovative name category. <laughs> Well, if they, if they gave it a new name, then nobody would know that it was being resurrected. <laughs> so, without further ado, the winner is Stronghold, second edition. Congratulations, Stronghold, a very well-earned Hooray! victory. Hooray!
1: Accepting the Resurrection Game Award is Stephen Vonnecourt and Ignacy Chevichek.
0: Oh my gosh, he's still not here, Tony. Quick, somebody go find him. Tell him to put away code names or Stronghold, Second Edition. The No, wait, if they're doing the expansion, don't tell them to do that. We can cover for them. Tell them to get that thing finished.
2: Uh, that's a good point. But more than likely, they're sitting at a bar having a scotch or well, something. Well,
0: Ignacy is not doing that, but Steven might be. Ignacy's still milking his tea. Guaranteed Steven's doing exactly that. Exactly, so we had to make an agreement. For the next presenter to come on stage. We had to agree that I would set him up for this and introduce him. Because there's this ongoing battle between you and Rodney Smith of Watch It Played, Marty. I don't know. Are y'all ever going to hug and make up?
2: No, we reconciled. Oh, okay, okay.
0: At the end of 2016,
2: we reconciled. We shook hands. We said... Okay, everything's cool. We'll see if we can make it through 2017. But right now, we we are in a true stage.
0: That is good to know because we've got him coming to the stage to present the breakout game. Now, this is not as you would think, people. Rodney will explain it as he explains everything. Rodney, why don't you just come on out? Because you you do a better job of explaining games and probably this award than I can.
8: Hello, my name is Rodney Smith from Watch It Played, and it is a pleasure to return for another Squirrelly's Award show. And I have with me in this envelope the winner of the Breakout Game Award. The game which won't just have you breaking it out on a regular basis, but also breaking out your wallet to find more cash to feed your need to acquire it and its future expansions. And the nominees for this award are Arkham Horror: The Living Card Game. Star Wars Destiny and Blood Bowl. Oh, my goodness. I am so sorry. Uh, this looks important. Just just one second, please. Yeah. Hello? Star Wars Destiny. It's back in stock. Well, how many booster boxes do they have? Well, I'll just go and get them all. Yes, all of them. We'll drain the kids' college fund and teach them, I don't know, street smarts or something. Look, I got to go and finish up this awards thing, and I'll get back to you. Okay, sorry about that. Let's keep things uh, moving along here. Uh, And the winner is Star Wars Destiny. Congratulations. Look, I got to split. Uh, Some important work came up. I got to get to the game it. That's it.
1: Accepting the Breakout Game Award are Star Wars Destiny designers Corey Konexka and Lucas Litzinger.
3: This is Corey Kaneska, game designer of Fantasy Flight Games. And I'm Lucas Litzinger, also a game designer of Fantasy Flight Games. We just wanted to uh, thank you for nominating us as Breakout Game of the Year for Star Wars Destiny. Yeah, we both worked on the game, had a lot of fun, and in fact, I think we actually won Breakout Game of the Year. Did we? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Hopefully that doesn't spoil anything. Spoilers. You heard it here first. That's right. Thank you to Rolling Dice and Taking Names for choosing us as Breakout Game of the Year. And remember, head to fantasyflightgames.com, find all your Destiny information,
2: and may the force be with you. Congratulations to Corey and Lucas. And guys, please don't go anywhere after the award show, as Tony and I kind of have a bone to pick with you because you're going to have to make each of us get second jobs.
0: Yeah, I cannot believe that. I mean,. Lord of the Rings, living card game. Oh, Oh. my goodness. Arkham Horror, living card game. Now, Star Wars Destiny. I'm scared in 2017 as to what they're going to come out with. I am literally shaking in my boots. Legends of the
2: Five Rings.
0: Marty, I don't know how are we going to be able to compare all these other games. We're not. We got to really dig deep into the coffers. Anyway, so Corey, Lucas, again, congrats.
2: But uh, I have to take out a second mortgage now. But it's probably worth it. The, the expansion's coming. Oh, make it stop! <laughs> I'm already saving up. But anyway, congrats, guys. So Tony, here we are. The last two awards. This is it. These are the big ones. Each of us give our own individual game of the year awards.
0: That's right. These are the big. Sp- special ones. Not that, that we should take away from any of the other ones that were presented and given out for the winners. No, no, no. These are the ones that for me has made a big, big impression in 2016. Now, Marty, what, what is your criteria for this? How did you set out to become your game of the year? For
2: me, I was looking for the game that left the most impact. The one that I was so wild by that when I had finished playing I was anxious and wanted to play again. That game, that when I'm not even playing it, I'm at work or lying in bed thinking
0: about that game. So that was my criteria. Oh, I hear you. And for me, it's theme and just the pure enjoyment of playing the game. So anyway, I'm going to go first this time. Are you okay with that? Please do. Presenting Tony's or the other guy's Game of the Year Award is Sean Ramirez from Dukes of Dice but he's been crying in a towel backstage all night long, Marty. All night. What's wrong? Well, we're going to find out. And if you don't already know, his wingman is gone to find himself. Sean, come, come here. Come here. Let me, let me. Okay. You don't want to hug? Fine. Sean, please present the <laughs> award for me.
7: Thank you, Marty. And thank you, Tony, for having me back as a presenter in this year's Squirrely Awards. I am honored to be announcing Tony's Game of the Year. Webster's Dictionary defines other as being the one or ones distinct from that or those first mentioned or implied. Webster's also defines guy as a man or fellow. But can these two words really sum up Tony? Can they sum up his essence, his thoughts, his dreams, his innermost desires? These are questions that I am ill-equipped to answer. But here's what I will say. My the other guy, Alex, is on hiatus, traveling the world to find himself. I guess you just really don't realize how great you're the other guy is uh, until he's gone. Aww. So, Marty, let me tell you something. Hold on to you're the other guy. Don't take you're the other guy for granted. Hold your the other guy close and never let you're the other guy go. Because one day, because one day. You might look around, and ask, "Where is my the other guy?" Sorry, I, I I apologize. I didn't mean to get emotional. I just this is important. So I'm honored once again to be here announcing Tony's, the other guys' nominees for Game of the Year. And the nominees are, The Networks, designed by Gil Hova and published by Formal Ferret Games; Great Western Trail, designed by Alexander Fister and published by Stronghold Games and 51st State, designed by Ignacy Trevichek and published by Portal Games. And the winner is... Sorry, I got some tears on the envelope, so it's a little soggy. Great Western Trail, Alexander
1: Pfister, Stronghold Games. Finally, coming to the stage to accept Tony's Game of the Year Award, plus their other awards, are Stephen Vonicor and Ignacy Trevichek. Hello, hello, Ignacy Trzewiczek.
4: And this is Stephen Bonacore. We are Board Games Insider, and we have won some awards, Ignacy. Isn't this awesome? This is super awesome. is great. They have given me a award, Tony's Game of the Year for Great Western Trail. Thank you, Tony, very much for accepting this.
9: Tony's the other guy. Remember?
4: Oh, yeah, he's the the other guy. So the other guy gave me the award, not yeah. not not Marty. You know who's the guy, right? Okay. So thank you very much, Tony, for uh, making that your game of the year. It is it is a, a great game, big heavy duty game, um, and definitely something that we're proud to have uh, put out in cooperation with uh, Egger Spiele. Hey, Ignasi, what you get?
6: Uh, second time in a row, I am better late than never. Last year. Actually, they gave you the award for the Stronghold, but it was my <laughs> success.
0: Let's face it. I delight the game. Yes, so it was my success. And now I did it again.
6: Uh, first march chance, uh, better late than never. I totally agree. Uh, take your time. Be slow. Be good. So thank you so much. I promise to delay something again <laughs> in, in 2017. I will do my best.
4: Keep delaying. and then And then, and then they gave us also... Uh, the award for Resurrection Game of the Year, and that was Stronghold Second Edition. They liked it so much. That we, um, we're basically getting best game that's come back after a certain amount of time. Uh, and of course, this is a biggie for both of us. You know, be, between the between it's, it was one of your first big games in the branding for me, and we're going to have an expansion coming out this year at some point. Maybe we, I hope we don't get better late than never on that one again.
6: I, I think that this Resurrection Game of the Year Award has to do with Stronghold Undead, that they are talking
9: about the resurrection of the Undead. And this is like their signal to tell us that we. <laughs> should
6: release on that at some That's point
4: right. <laughs> hey so before we go we have i have a very important question for you so who has the worst accent in podcasting is it marty and tony or you or me what do you think <laughs> well,
6: I, I i don't know i i know that i hate listening to me like I, i'm i'm very bad <laughs>
4: and uh you know my brooklyn accent uh, i'm not sure it's any good so hey guys thanks again for for uh, letting us uh, do this acceptance and thank you for the awards. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Well, it's about freaking time they made it to the stage. Thanks, guys. I I guess. I, I really, okay. I wish I could take it back, but fine. Great Western Trail. Yes, my game of the year. It had it all for me. It had deck building. It had the awesome path movement that we've seen in other games it had trains and you know i love my train games it had it all for me and in the deck building it had cows and with cows you know it has so marty who's going to do your game of the year
2: coming to the stage is a new presenter for the Squirrely Awards, this is a gentleman who has his own board game podcast called The Cardboard Cast. that he does a live show where people call in. And Tony, I don't know how he does that because uh, I wouldn't know how to handle people calling in and just totally messing us uh, up.
0: First off, the uh, phone would not ring. And second, I don't think we got any issues. <laughs> okay, we should try that though sometime, Marty. I mean, well, why not? Let's just do a live hangout one. Oh, we tried that anyway. Moving on, some of
2: you may know him as Harry Crane from the TV show Mad Men, others may know him as Alex, the person who befriended Pam on The Office, or maybe you recognize his voice as Henry from the video game Firewatch. But to me, He'll always be that guy who walked into a plate glass window on a beer commercial. Welcome to the stage to announce my game of the year, Rich Summer.
9: Well, hi there, friends. This is your old pal, Rich Summer, and I am extremely honored to be presenting the award tonight for tonight, today, whatever day it is. Podcasts. Time is malleable. Anyway, the award for Marty's game of the year. Let's uh, let's just say I've I've been to some award shows in my life. Uh, I've had the the honor of sitting in the audience at the Emmys and uh, at the SAG Awards and at the New York Video Game Critics Circle Awards, whatever those are called. And I can honestly and very easily say that that this makes all of them pale in comparison. Uh, that is not how you spell comparison, Marty. Anyway, Marty's Game of the Year nominees are Great Western Trail, Arkham Horror the Card Game, and Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition. And the winner is... Oh! oh! yeah!
1: Arkham Horror the Card Game! Woo! Oh! Who did it! Accepting Marty's Game of the Year award are Arkham Horror LCG designers Nate French and Matthew Newman. Hi,
3: this is Nate French. Um, I'm one of the designers for the Arkham Horror LCG. Uh, Just found out that um, Rolling Dice and Taking Names nominated our game for Game of the Year and it's a great honor, so we'd like to just say thank you to you guys. Um, I'm here with one of my colleagues. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. Uh, I'm Matt Newman. I'm also one of the designers for Arkham Horror the Card Game. Um, like Nate said, thank you so much for uh, naming Arkham Horror the Card Game Game of the Year. Uh, we did a lot of work on this game, and we're really proud of it. Yeah, like one of the things I like most about the game is just the storytelling, and I kind of feel in the core set we've just barely scratched the surface of all the things, that, all the types of stories we're going to be able to tell in the game. Um, the Dunwich expansion just came out, which Matt has been doing a lot of, lot of work on, so um, you want to say a couple things about it? Yeah, to uh, to any of you who don't know, any of you who are listening, the Dunwich Legacy first major expansion for Arkham LCG just came out. Uh, It's got two new scenarios in it. It's got five new investigators. It's a lot of fun, and it kicks off the Dunwich Legacy campaign. Uh, The first Mythos pack for that campaign is coming out soon, so take a look at our website and, um, yeah, definitely be excited. (laughs) That's fantasyflightgames.com.
2: Thank you, Nate and Matt, for giving me an LCG that is so thematic. I get so wrapped up into this game with its storytelling and its mechanics of moving from location to location by building a map with cards. So well done. This game is going to be around for quite a while. And Tony, you and I have had a ball with it. Yes, we
0: have. And the reason why it's been going to be around for, for a while is simply because we can't win. <laughs> I mean, my gosh, we'll be playing the carnival one forever. I mean, that was so neat. I love how that one did. I love these little side quests they're doing, Marty. That is just so neat. Yeah. And the, and the side quests you could do off the side from a part of a major campaign
2: with each major release telling you a full story story you get involved by playing as an investigator but what i love tony is how your investigator can gain xp from uh, scenario to scenario so you can upgrade your character kind of like an rpg so well done guys thank you so much this is a game that's going to be in our collection for quite a while
0: I i wonder if they do automatic draft over there at fantasy flight from your checking account
2: if they don't they should no. Nope, take that back. That would be too
0: dangerous. Please don't do that. But think about it. If if you never see it, you don't miss it. You know. So it just comes in. It goes out. Just like that, boom! It's gone, and then suddenly a package shows up. Yeah, it's going to be a long 2017, but I am so excited for twenty seven Mar twenty seventeen Marty. It's going to be incredible. I know it has. We
2: didn't think that you could top 2015 and 2016 did, and there are so many games that we're starting to hear about coming in 2017 that I can't imagine the types of games that we're going to be excited about and talking about at next year's Squirlies.
0: Yes, and I mean we've got even the expansions. We may have to come up with all new kind of categories and maybe we'll give out drink tickets next year to bring even more people, you know, give one or two drink tickets. Oh, what we need to do is give out drink tickets
2: and limit the drinks to only that. So Stephen will stay in his seat. So Ignacy ain't got to go chasing
0: after him. I know that was, that was so embarrassing. Well, let's see who wins next year. We'll see how this plays out.
2: But we do want to thank Everybody that came out to our award show tonight, the brown carpet was just full of all sorts of stars. And we just thank you for taking time out of your schedules to be with us here tonight. And we really need to give
0: thanks where thanks are due to our presenters. Dan, the Game Boy Geek. Mike Risley and Chris Mosley. Suzanne Sheldon. Rob and Patrick, Blue Peg, Pink Peg, Joel from drive Through Review. Chaz, Paradise, Paradise. Matt, Board Game Replay. Jamie from the Cabal Gaming Podcast.
2: Dan from the Geek All Stars and Chris from Dice Hate Me Games. Andby, Cassidy, and Crystal from Board Game Blitz. Rodney from Watch It Played. Sean
0: from the Dukes of Dice. And Rich from the Cardboard Cast. Thank you all for once again coming onto the show and eating our food. We didn't expect you to eat that much, but that's okay. Thanks to everyone, especially those who listen to Rolling Dice and Taking Names. We really do appreciate it, and we want you to remember, keep rolling dice.
2: And Taking Names.
1: Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us for the 2017 Squirrelies. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter at Dice and Names, on Facebook, and on our BGG Guild 1589.
2: All right, so Tony, uh, make sure to bring all the winners backstage so we can give them their trophies. Trophies? I thought you ordered the trophies. I'm pretty sure it was in your to-do list for ordering the trophies.
0: Um, no, I think it was up to you to contact the Broken Token, wasn't it? Oh, jeez. So not only do
2: we have to pay for all this food everyone just ate, we also don't have any money for the trophies?
0: Eh, maybe 2018. Same here, Marnie. I don't know what it was, but there was something about, we had this huge board in front of us, really cool miniatures, and I don't know, it just didn't grab me. Wait a minute, what a game are you talking about? Feast for Odin has no miniatures? Oh, crap, I'm thinking scythe. <laughs> Jeez. We really do need to give that one another shot. I- I'll admit. I I-, I-, <laughs> I hear that. Amazing. Thank you for listening to our great Fans? No, I don't like Uh, that. Wow. That sucked.